0: In this week's episode of the South Fork Sermon podcast, uh, Jonathan's talking about man, I guess the only way to put this is, is you kind of had to be in the sanctuary to get the full effect. But essentially, Jonathan is talking about how our lives have an aroma to them. And so he uses this illustration that you're going to hear, but essentially he found skunk spray on Amazon, along with some other aromas. And he uses that to illustrate the text that he's going to speak about this morning, but in a way that was memorable, but I still think you're going to get a ton out of in the audio version of this sermon. So uh, man, it is our prayer that this would be something that it helps to encourage and build your faith. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Sitting, I don't know, we probably got there about a month after the actual flood. So think a month of a refrigerator filled with black sewage water on top of all the food and meat and stuff sitting there for two or a month at least. I mean, it was instant like. Like, I mean, it was that. There was, no, there was no other option, unless we actually were blessed. Somebody on the team literally had no sense of smell. And she was a blessing to us in that moment, because she was able to take care of it so that we could get the refrigerator out of there. Um, but when you think about smells, John 11 and 12 actually talk more about smells than other sections of the scripture. Now last week, maybe you remember, we were talking about Lazarus. This is my tomb, okay? I'm not very good at some symbolism here, but this, this is the tomb. And remember, Lazarus had been buried four days. His sister says to Jesus, don't open that tomb. I mean, there's a reason the cemeteries were put away from the city. There's a reason tombs would be sealed. There's a reason bodies would be buried health reasons, but smell reasons. In fact, this kind of takes place on a Saturday, what we're going to watch here in a second, in John chapter 12, because it goes from this horrible smell, don't open that tomb, Lazarus stinks, he's been rotting for four days, To he comes out, and he's alive. A- and then we get to John 12, we're not gonna watch all of John 12. We're just gonna watch the first couple of minutes while Lazarus is there at the dinner table. But here's a dead man, made alive, doesn't stink anymore. And then suddenly, Mary comes out, his sister. And get this, and think about this. What would be worth a year's worth of your wages? What would you take, a year's worth of salary or wages, and just immediately give it away, no questions asked? It would have to be something very valuable. It would have to be something worth it. It would have to be something that you knew, that you knew was valuable at all costs. What would you do? Well, Mary does that to Jesus' feet. To Jesus' head, we read in Matthew and Mark. She pours out. This amazing scent, a fragrance, an aroma that fills the room. Now, I want to read, before we go to John 12, I want to read something that's not in John 12, but talks about this aroma. 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 17. So we have this smell of death with Lazarus to suddenly a smell of life. 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 17. Thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession. So think for a second. I know we most of us didn't live, I don't think any of us lived World War II, right? But World War II, a war where you thought you were going, I mean, this country, every country was going to get taken over unless... We had this impossible victory. Then when you have that victory, a parade, a sacrifice, a celebration. And the Romans would do this. And when they would have a victory, they would literally pour out fragrance in the streets so that with all of your senses, your ears, your eyes, your nose, the excitement, victory, victory, victory. Friends, if you're in Christ, this is a victory about you. And through us, get this, if you are in Christ, Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you love him and trust him more than anything, through us spreads what? The fragrance. Of what? The fragrance of knowledge, of knowledge, of him. Where? Everywhere. For we, you, if you are in Christ, if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you want to know what you smell like? You want to know your aroma? You are the aroma of Christ. Who is smelling it? To God. First and foremost, you are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Hold on a second. We live among lost Dead souls, such were some of us. We live among saved, alive souls. Such are some of us. And that smell of Christ to God spreads and fills the room. And it smells differently. To one being a fragrance from death to death. What's the most recent smell of death To the other, a fragrance from life to life. What's a a good smell that triggers a memory of joy and happiness and beauty? Who who is sufficient for these things? For we are not, like so many, peddlers of God's word. We're not doing this for money. We're not doing this for people to think well of us. We are people of what? Sincerity. Why? Why? Because God's commissioned you. He's purposed you. He's called you. In the sight of God, we speak in Christ. Now, I read all that to say, you and I may not get this right now, but I want you to watch Mary. I want you to watch Mary. She gets it. She gets it. So you see here, Palm Sunday is happening. So if you read John 12... And you can watch this on YouTube, the, the visual Bible. It's just verse by verse through the book of John. But you're seeing, let's just call it for a second, Smelly Sunday, or, or maybe you like Scentsy stuff. Scentsy, sorry, sensey Saturday, okay? So Mary anointing Jesus, Lazarus in the whole room is filled Sensing Saturday, okay, that's not a you're not going to find that anywhere else, okay? <laughs> that's just a, all right, but that's helping me. That's Saturday, the next day, Palm Sunday, the, that week, friends. John 12 is actually talking all the way through uh, Thursday, all the way through the Last Supper. Now, uh, only balcony dwellers, if you're in the balcony, you gotta raise your hand to answer this. If you smell something uh, interesting in the balcony, can you s- raise your hand? Only in the balcony. I know the downstairs people are already smelling it. I just need to know if I need to add to it or not. In the very back row, was that Kinley McDowell? Do you smell something? No? What do you smell? Huh? It's what? It stinks? Specifically, what sort of stink do you smell? Skunk. Now, for me, you know, I was like, okay. Now you may not know this, but you can order things on Amazon in the next day, the next day, and you would be surprised the scents you can buy on Amazon. Now um, I wasn't sure if that scent, can y'all smell it up there or do I need to add to it? You can't smell it, poor souls. Should I add to it or should I carry it up to them? Don't add to it. Now, there's, (laughs) a deacon came up to me this morning and was like, are there supposed to be trash cans in the back this morning? Yes. Okay. This was for the worst case scenario that somebody who is so affected by the bad odor had to go out or, you know, the trash cans are there if you have to, you just can't handle it. Okay. So at the very beginning here, it's fresh. Okay. You guys, you can't, you can't smell it up there. Okay. No, no. I mean, I, I listen. <laughs> Jesse, I want you to have the full experience here for a second, okay? Now, this is only a few drops. I have a whole bottle. And if anybody's going on the Colorado trip and wants to prank Michelle's luggage, you come see me. Come see me. Can you get it now? Do you get a whiff of it? I want you to have the, the good... Do you, you need a little bit more? Yeah. Okay, you Sure. OK, the smell of death. All right. Are you, are you, John Marshall. No, I mean, I don't want you to miss out. OK, I want you to have the full experience of church this morning. Do you get it yet? OK, you guys get it yet or no? Over there. Are you guys good? You sure? Oh, OK, OK, OK. The smell of death. All right, I passed by a couple skunks. I don't know if it's skunk season right now. You got it now? Okay. You feel better? Hey, do y'all think I should leave this up in the balcony? <laughs> okay. Look, here's your trash can balcony dwellers, okay? All pre- prepared and ready for you. Okay. Now that was, no, we got to keep it in the room. We got to keep it in the room. Don't worry, there's more sense ahead. <clears throat> Why this? Now, if you really can't handle it, just go stand by the door, open the doors, okay? There's, there's, there's better scents ahead, okay? But um, there's also, I think, a, a worse scent. <laughs> okay. So, so, here's the thing. The smell of death. What, what is going on you when you smell that? I mean, that's very diluted. That's just a couple drops, okay? But the smell of death, makes you want to get away, makes you want to remove it. But friends, listen to me. This was Lazarus. He was dead and rotting. but God took what was dead, a dead soul, and breathed it to life. Now, we need this smell in our nose right now because let me be frank to you. Me and you, all of us, we live in a world that elevates sin and self And the stink doesn't stink so bad. Have you ever been around something stinky for a long time? You've driven by something regularly, you're just used to it, and it's not until you get around something that smells a little sweeter that you realize how stinky it is. And we need this reminder, even this morning, I want to get away from it. I want it to go away. But here's what happens. There's a lot of people in this world, spiritually, there's a sense of, I know I'm dead, but I'm going to make it right between me and God. So how do you cover up stink? Well, in their mind, they say, and listen, let's be honest, before Christ, all of us said, I'm just going to be a good person. I'm going to do good things. In fact, every world religion says as long as your good deeds outweigh your bad deeds, you'll go to some version of heaven or reincarnation. It's every world religion except for Christianity. And so, what do they do? They do works, but I know you probably can't read all that self righteousness. It's me doing works for my sake, and it really stinks. <laughs> i got to to get away from this one. <laughs> okay, that's just a couple drops. I don't know if you'll smell it. I'm coming over here. <laughs> Somebody, if some, this is class participation. The sooner that one is smelled, the quicker we can go on to the good smells. Okay, we've got two good, in fact, let me bring out the good smells so they're ready. Okay, the good smells are really good. They're different, but they're good. Okay, but the bad works... The bad works we think are good works, but when they're done with the wrong object, look at me. Look how I'm doing good things for other people, but really it's according to my standard, my righteousness, my goodness. And God is very, very clear multiple places in scripture. Your works done for you, done for others, in your view, are dead. They're like filthy rags. Filthy rags. Can anybody smell this shit? Oh. Okay, this one's not spreading as good. Who would like to volunteer to smell it on behalf of the rest of the congregation and tell everybody what it smells like? Scott, you want to take one for the team? Or I... The, the, the one who uh, spoke it. Come on, Brandon. All right. Now, Brandon, good words, okay? Don't throw up on me here, okay? Come on. Take a big, take a big whiff. Right. Smell it. Big whiff. What is it? Sounds like poop to me. Yep. <laughs> 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 okay, you can go sit down. Okay. Now I was tempted in the flesh. Okay. This, this is my skunk bottle here. Okay. I have, oh man, that one's awful. I hope that this is sprint. I had to tape the name of the bottle on here to cover up what it's called. But it's basically spray poo, okay? <laughs> and it is awful. Have you ever been around something like that and you just, but see, here's the thing. Now, now, if you're not getting the illustration yet, I can make the illustration more smellable. Do you need, the, do you need this? Okay, here's the problem. We think, look at me. I've done good things. I've changed myself. I'm maturing. Look at all the good things I've done for others. Look at the volunteering. Look how I've lived my life. I mean, I'm not a perfect person, but God's going to let me in. If you think, I think, God's going to let you into heaven because of your works, you're wrong. And God wants you to smell the stink of it to realize, I don't want you to go to hell. It's serious. Now there's good smells here, okay? Let me get the good smells. They're a little different. You may not, uh, we'll see if it, is the skunk still bad or is it not so bad? Don't worry, I'm not gonna add to it. Not so bad? Surviving? Okay, I didn't pour it on the carpet or anything. Okay, any of y'all, raise your hand, ladies, if you're an essential oil lady. All right, Tabby, come on down. Does your sniffer work pretty good, Tabby? Okay, come on down. Let's see. You know they make little tiny mason jars. Mm. Okay. Can y'all tell me what smell that is? No. Lavender. Nice lavender. Give her a round of applause. Okay. Now, what did the Bible say? What was put on? Uh, what was put on Jesus's feet? You remember what it was called? Nard. Okay. Some people think one of the words they would use for lavender is nardus, nardus, okay? Um, but uh, again, this is random, really doesn't matter a whole lot. Anybody actually like the smell of lavender? I don't even know what it smelled like. Okay, all right. And if any of y'all heard of spikenard, spican- spikenard, some of y'all heard, okay, essential oil people, okay, I have not, all right? Spikenard is probably the, the oil, the smell that was used with these. In fact, I'm going to add a lot of this one because... Um, well, and I'm gonna go put it in front of that. <laughs> uh, who? <laughs> would you like? Would you like to take home one of my special scents? Okay. So I don't think this will do permanent damage, but I'm just gonna walk around. <laughs> it might. I'm gonna drop a few of these. Okay. Jackie, hopefully it's not staining the carpet or anything, okay? I've done worse at church, maybe, maybe not, okay? Spikenards coming around, okay? Want to make sure the uh, room is filled. Uh, Now, this probably came from India, I think, originally. That's why it would have been so expensive. Now, you may not prefer this, but this smell was a smell of royalty and expense and holiness. Now, remember, what did I tell you? Smelly, scentsy Saturday, what's happening? Where, where, where's Jesus going to be the next Saturday? Don't worry, balcony dwellers. I'm coming up next. I was a balcony dweller growing up, and I didn't want to. I didn't want you to feel left out. Now, ki- we have any kids in the balcony? Now you can't do this till after the service, and you can't do this with. All right, you can't do this without your parents' permission. But let me tell you a little Jonathan story from growing up. Okay. One of the advantages of the balcony is elevation, and if you take a church bulletin and open it up, they make really good airplanes, okay, after the service, okay, after the service. Now, the room should be filled. Can any of y'all, raise your hand if you smell the spikenard yet. Everybody smell the nard? Okay. Not uh, not enough down there? Okay. Don't worry. Here I come, media booth. I don't want you to feel left out. Oh, you locked me out. The media booth locked me out. That's okay. Ugh. I don't want them to feel left out. All right. There you go. That'll stick. All right. It's okay. This is what insurance is for. Okay. All right. A few more drops. Now, some of you may like this smell here. Some of you may not. But... Regardless, you may not forget it. In fact, whoop, you may never smell it again. Any of y'all use spikenard regularly in your house or things, okay? Well, one thing they would do, because it was so expensive, (coughs) they would dilute it. They would dilute it probably with something like, I found this in the kitchen, 100% pure olive oil, okay? And they would dilute it, because it was so expensive, and they would use it, especially in the temple, okay? Now here's the point. The smell would trigger a memory. The smell of incense across the scripture, why was that even offered? To God, to God, for the people, both lost and saved to smell, to remember, to remember him. Now let me go back to the fragrance of death, okay? I'm not going to add to it. Don't stress it. I'm just going to click my, my buttons here, okay? You get this. Look, the fragrance of death. Remember Martha? It says, don't open this. There will be an odor. Listen, your sin, my sin, stinks a lot worse than you realize. To God. To others. To yourself. Stop pretending your sin doesn't matter. Stop pretending your sin doesn't stink. It stinks far worse than we realize, friends. And listen, this world is not your friend. Oh, it's going to send you all kinds of things that will advertise this is for your pleasure and good. Friend, the world stinks. It's gone its own way. It's doing things in its own opinion. But let's be frank, we have been in the world so long we don't smell the stink. We've gotten used to it. And Satan, oh friends, we forget about him. He is far more rancid and foul than you can imagine. Martin Luther says this. Martin Luther says, the most damnable and percicious uh, heresy that has ever plagued the mind of man. Oh, let me say that in common English. The worst thing you ever thought. I- I'm not understating this. I'm not overstating this. This is the worst thing you have ever thought is this, that somehow you and I, we can make ourselves good enough to deserve to live forever with an all-holy God. You wouldn't dare take this stink into your house and spray it and drop it through your house. But you and I do that with our sin in the temple of God. Why? In the worst thought you and I have ever had in our lives is that we deserve to be with an all-holy God because we've done good things. Friends, there is none righteous, not even one. Your good works done in your name, by your power, according to your opinion, for yourself is nothing but pride and arrogance for the finished work of Christ on the cross. He's the only one that is good. Only God He's the only one that smells good. We need his aroma in us, through us. Now listen, you're smelling stuff. No one's thrown up yet that I've seen, okay? So we're doing good, all right? Muscle through. We see people go to Sunday school faster than ever after this service. But listen, other people smell you. Someone who loves you, loves you, will say, your breath stinks. You got some BO issues going on. Put on some more deodorant. Spare, spray some more fragrance on you. You stink. Friends, is there anybody in your life right now that you trust, that loves the Lord, that would look at you? No. <laughs> I think the sanctuary is going to smell next week. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it is what it is. We'll remember this sermon, okay? Some of <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Do we need to stand up and stretch? sermon getting too long? Okay. Thank, thank you, my sensey lady. All right. Um, but here's the thing. The people around you, the closer you get, you got to be close to someone to smell them, don't you? That's why Brandon had to come up here to smell this. The closer, get this, the closer they are to you, the stronger you smell, for better or worse. So the people who are closest to you, who you know that you know love the Lord, if they were honest, what would they say? Do you smell more like sin and the world and the flesh and Satan, or do you smell more like being at the feet of Jesus? Now, if you're in Christ... You have this smell. This is the reality. This is your smell. Okay? Christ. This isn't what Christ actually smelled like, okay? It's a metaphor, all right? But you have the aroma of Christ in you. Have you ever wondered why sometimes when you become a Christian, you lose a lot of friends? Have you ever wondered as a Christian why some people unexplainably will come to you and share their deepest, darkest secrets or needs? Have you ever had somebody come to you and just say, pray for me? Have your church pray for me. Do you want to know why? This. They smell something different in you. They see it. They hear it. They feel it. Now here's the problem. If you live in sin, this doesn't smell good to you in one sense. Why? It reminds you, when I, couldn't smell, when I come back to this, the scent is so much stronger and awful. So they smell what is good, and then they realize what? Their current status. From death, I've got to move away from that one. <laughs> from death to death. If you ever had to clean up something dead, roadkill, an animal on the farm, you want to get away from it. And friends, in their lostness, they don't know how to get away from it. They need Jesus. But they don't like sometimes being around Christians because the smell of Jesus. on Now, sometimes they don't like being around Christians because Christians can be total jerks, arrogant jerks sometimes. I'm just going to be honest with you. You need to watch out. I need to watch out. Because there's a temptation in here. Smell how good I am. And you know what that is? That's arrogance. And that doesn't smell good to the world. It isn't the scent of Christ. It's the scent of pride. But the scent of Jesus sometimes reminds people of the reality of hell. Forever death. Jude 1 Verse 22, I believe, it says, We need to hate even the garment stained by the flesh. Have you ever worn a piece of clothing so long that it just stinks? Do you hate it? I gotta get away from (laughs) that. That, you gotta get away from it. You gotta get it off. Friends, if you are in Christ and there is some part of your life that you know it stinks, what do you do today? You get away from it. You ask Christ, take it away. Remove it from me. Oh, and you ask him to cleanse you. Now, here's the aroma of life, the aroma of life. So there's Mary. She took a pound, a year's, a year's worth of savings. Not just a year's worth of savings, a year's worth of salary and wages. And she poured it all out. Jesus's head and his feet. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Because she knew she had something infinitely more valuable in front of her. She would give it all. Like the widow, you remember the widow? Who gave everything she had to God. Oh, friends, are you sold out like Mary? Are you, am I, are we, I don't think I am. I want to be, I want to be sold out from her, uh, sold out like her to Jesus. And listen, here's the thing. What smells good in you is not you. Everything good in you is from God. He's doing the work within you. This is salvation, friends. He has saved you, justification. He is saving you, good work, sanctification. He's making you more holy like him. And one day, my friend, if you are in Christ, you will be glorified like Christ, where you are made whole and perfect by him, with him. You can't take your stink in the heaven, but he has come to take it away from you. Oh, it's so good. The aroma of Christ ongoing work of Him. And here, what else? Christians, listen, you are made with a purpose for God. That's why you were created, that's why when it talks about our tongue, and it says, when you use your tongue to praise God, and then you use your tongue to curse man who's made in his likeness, you've missed the point. It shouldn't be this way. Not just with our tongues, but with our bodies. You are created for purpose, and no matter how old you are and how far you've run from God, it's not too late. He has purposed you to be a living sacrifice with your whole body to him and I love this through us how do people know God how do people come to a knowledge not just in the head but in the heart with the soul how do they come to know God through us walking around the room of the world why do we go on mission friends There are so many they've heard of our KFC. They've heard of our celebrities. They've heard of our country, but they haven't heard of our Jesus. About two billion people have never heard the name of Jesus Billions more have heard his name but have never heard the gospel. Friends, we, our job, our privilege, our purpose is to smell and enjoy and spread the fragrance of Christ to God and across the world. Oops. And we're a perfume to one another. Do, do you see? Church is so important. Church is so important. Because when you're having that funky day, when you, have in Christ, you have the scent of God, but you come over and you mess around with sin, and you get back around your Christians, your friends, your influences, they tell you you stink, and you need to wash your hands. By going to Him and confessing to Him because He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. This is why we need a church, friends. There's many reasons, but we become a scent, a smell, an inspiration. Oh, this is what life smells like. From life to life. Not this life, friends. Much, much more. Life forever with Him. Now here's five things to remember. How many of you, raise your hand real quick, if you want me to bring the, the, smell brand, the smell brand and smelled? I will bring to you if you really want it. Who wants me to bring it to you right now? Nobody. Kids, okay, I, you know, kids, parents, you might want to slap your kids before I, I bring them up, okay? All right, And, and metaphorically slap, not really, okay? All right, all right, right? It would be foolish. Why? When you're enjoying the goodness of God, why do I keep... But we do, don't we? Don't we keep doing this? Listen, there's something in us, the Spirit, that's telling us the right thing to do. There's something going on inside of us that's battling and saying, Oh, you remember the old way? It tasted so good. It gave you pleasure. And you and I need to remember that stench. Why? Remember the stench. If you're type A, filling in the blanks, okay? There's six blanks, three here, three the next slide. You ready? All right. Remember the stench. Understand the consequences. If I walk around with this stench, you're going to want to get away. You're not going to want to be around me. My sin affects me. My sin affects you. My sin affects God. I can quench the spirits. Literally pour the water on the flames of the flame of the Holy Spirit working. Don't touch it. Now, I asked Brandon to smell it. Brandon, would you mind to come put your hand in this liquid? No? Yeah. I, I wore gloves when I poured it into the jars. Why? It's, trust me, it sticks. I got, I got a little bit of the skunk on me the other day. It took a lot of hand washing to get it off, okay? Friends, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Whatever that sin is you struggle with, struggle. Fight it. Don't go near it. Stay away from it. Flee it and don't touch it. And then finally, here's good news. Here's good news. You ready for some good news? I'm going to take the stink out of the room, okay? Now, kids, as you go off to Sunday school, (laughs) resist the urge to touch this, okay? (laughs) I'm going to take it out in the room. I'll, I'll put it outside, okay? Hold on. I'll be right back. This is bringing back memories. Remember the time I carried the firework that was lit out the store? Okay, hold on. All right, it's outside. Okay, parents, no worries. Your kids won't touch it. Now, I still do have an offer on the table, remember? Colorado Mission Team, Michelle's luggage. All right, okay, just offering, all right? We like a good prank here and there, all right? (laughs) That might be an unforgivable prank, okay? But listen what can wash away your sins? What can wash away your sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus, friends. That's it. I mean, with skunk smell, I know they smell, they they sell a very specific skunk spray. I know there's certain home uh, home remedies to get rid of skunk. But is it hard to get rid of skunk? Yeah, you don't want to know what's impossible? To get rid of sin by your good works. You can't. It's only through the blood of Jesus who can wash you, make you whole, cleanse you, forgive you forever. We remember this, when we grow in this, man, we stay away from that. It doesn't taste as good as you would think. It's not as good or satisfying as you might remember. Here's five great truths. Oh, a choice. You have a choice. In fact, this is a gospel invitation here, friends. If you're being honest with yourself, if somebody who loves you is being honest with you and they didn't hold back, what would they sell you, say you smell like? But what do you smell like from within? Sin, the world, Satan, or Jesus? There's no in-between, friends. You are either this smell Or you're this smell. By definition, in Christ, outside of Christ. Which one are you? And if you realize this morning you've never put Christ in charge of your life, why would you wait? Why would you wait? Why would you carry around this stink thinking you're going to be able to fix it? You can't. Nothing but Him can fix it. That's it. So this morning there's an invitation here in a few minutes to ask Him to forgive you. Because see, here's the reality. <laughs> you can't stop the smell. You can't. They put a smell in the tomb, but the smell is still there. It's why they didn't live by the cemetery. It's why they tried to seal it. It's why they tried to avoid it. But here's five ways. If you're in Christ, if you know that you know that you're in Christ, you've heard the importance, maybe you'll remember the importance of not Coming near that again, staying as far away. But maybe this morning you just need this to remember. To be like Mary, given all you got. With your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, your finances. Be sold out for Jesus at his feet. He is worth it. The world is not. Enjoy him. How do you get to smelling like something else? How does your smell change? Another smell comes upon you. And get this, the longer you are by Jesus' feet, what what do you think Mary smelled like? Have you ever thought of that? What do you think she smelled like? Royalty, victory, the king of kings. That's what she smelled like. Her hair on the feet of Jesus, her hands on the head of Jesus. That's what she smelled like. She smelled like royalty. And if you're in Christ, friends, stay close to him. And his smell will come near to you. And then stay close to other Christians. Good company is good for the soul. Stay close to other Christians. And then guess what? Come towards others that the smell and love and aroma of Christ might spread to others. Because it's a stinky world and we need each other. And then, oh, that's a weird one. Move into stinky places. Friends, we're called into the world we're not of the world but we're called into the world why the aroma of christ to god now some people are going to hate you for it reject you for it push you away for it but others others are going to smell christ in you and they're going to want to know and experience his love We move intentionally into stinky places. What does that look like? It might look like a workplace. It might look like a mission field. It might look like a family situation or a neighborhood. It might mean moving into stinky places online, but not going in stinky directions. Instead being the aroma of Christ to the world online, social media. And what are you doing that whole time, friends? You're going around. Now, you may not have preferred the smell of spikenard, okay? Okay. But this is the illustration. I'm not going to drop anymore, okay? Your senses are overwhelmed. But you're touching people. More than you realize. For better or worse. What are you spreading? I hope and pray you're spreading the love of Christ. But if you realize, if you're honest, that with your tongue, with your eyes, with your ears, with your mouth, with your words, with your life, you're not spreading the love of Christ, guess what? Today's a different day. Come to him this morning and ask him to change you. Now, I want to challenge you. This year, you know, we've been doing a digital mission. We didn't know how it would all look like. It hasn't all played out like we expected. But there's been some cool things going on this year. Through our church, there's been some global things happening digitally through social media and other avenues. And I want you to listen. We got 90 little days left in this year. I don't want you to miss out on how we finish here. I want you to be intentional. That you just think online. Okay? How many of y'all have an account, uh, an email account, a social media—Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Etsy, Pinterest—I don't know all the other things. Raise your hand if you have one of those kind of accounts, any some sort. Raise your hand. All right. Pretty much every adult. Okay. Guess what? People are smelling you online. Three warnings. You ready? Three warnings. One, don't miss the opportunity. If you have a device, you may be called to be online. Why? Because that's where people are. Uh, Now, I use... I'm going to qualify this for a second. I use my phone a lot for work, but I probably use it more... um, I probably use it more than I I should. And uh, have you ever noticed on the iPhones, they give you these screen time updates? So this morning, right before the sermon... My watch told me, hey, a screen time update. Well, I'm kind of curious. How much time do I spend on my screens? I think it calculates even my computer, I think. I don't know. I hope it does the computer time. But. Guess how many hours a day? Oh. Five and a half. Five and a half hours a day. Now, hopefully that's less than you teenagers, okay? <laughs> it might be more. That's a lot of time. Now I'm using this for a lot of good. I could do a lot of, but you know what? There's probably a better way I can use some of the time. But let me be honest with you. If you've got a device, maybe God's calling you to use it for his good. It's different. It's uncomfortable. But listen, we've got 80-year-olds that are using it well. Okay? Okay? It's possible. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't fall into temptation or sin. When you go into a stinky place, there's going to be a temptation to fall into sin. So if you think you may fall into that same sin, just don't go there. So that might look for some of you guys who you get too political, you get too ugly, you mock people, you scoff people, you post dirty things or, or, or bad humor. You know what you should probably do? Put it down. Don't fall into temptation. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't fall into temptation. Don't misuse the opportunity. How much of that screen time honestly honors the Lord versus honors pleasures? We need to be careful. Okay? What do you do? Here's my challenge. Starting October 1st, you guys need to hold me accountable. How many of you all have noticed I don't always send the daily text message out? Okay? Some of y'all notice that? Okay, some of y'all get the text message, some of you don't. I haven't been the most consistent, okay? I want to do better with that. So here's what I want you to do. If you don't get the daily text message by 9 in the morning, please text me. And say, hey, Pastor. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. What's going on, okay? If you don't get the daily text message and you want to get it, fill it out on the bulletin. Come see me after. And it's basically a verse a day. But I'm going to send you a verse a day. That's my goal, Lord willing. A verse a day plus an image a day. Karen Meredith, raise your hand for a second. And I know you don't want attention. Karen has been making these awesome, I call them visual verses this whole year. Okay? And she's pro- she made over 90 of them. So I guess what we're going to do the last 90 days. You're going to get a Bible verse on an image that you can basically click on, copy and paste to your phone, and put up on social media. And you know what? People will probably notice. Hey, somebody else just posted that same thing. And we need them to notice. Not us. Not South Fork. They need to notice the smell and scent and word and truth of Jesus. So maybe it's take a verse. Maybe a verse comes to you. Maybe it's something else in your reading. My challenge to you is do one of these three things every day to finish 2019. Okay? Text a verse, share a poster, a photo, or video online, or, or post a truth or reflection yourself. Will you do it? I hope you will. Here's how we close you've never put Christ in charge, and you realize you're living there, why would you put it off another day? Do you hear Jesus calling you? By name, come out. Come out of the tomb. Come into life. You don't need to smell like a dead person anymore. Let me breathe life into you. And if you're in Christ, and you've been struggling with sin, you've been dabbling in it, you've been getting that smell on you. Come to Christ this morning and say, God, wash me. Make me whole again. Cleanse me. And if you're in Christ, I hope he's challenging you. Be close to him. Enjoy him. Worship him so you smell like him to the whole world. The aroma of Christ to God from life for life. Sold outs, And I'm going to finish in prayer here on my knees. You don't have to go to your knees, but let me encourage you, if you can make it there and you feel called there, go to Christ on your knees. That that was what Mary was doing. He's worthy of it. And maybe, maybe even as we sing, there's a friend, a family member, you want to hold you accountable, you want to pray with you, come forward and pray. He is worthy. Let's be sold out for him. God, forgive me. Forgive us. Too often we've gone after the things of the world, thinking they will satisfy and not smelling the stink. God, for many of us, we, we stayed lost way too long. For many of us, Lord, we're not smelling the stink of the world the way we should. Lord, help us to be in the world, but not of the world. Lord, I pray for anyone here this morning that's never put you in control as Lord and Savior, believing you died on that cross and that you rose again on the third day to life. Lord, trusting you to be in charge of them, treasuring your authority above any other authority. Lord, let them make you the authority of your their life this morning, which is really you making them alive. Lord, make them alive. And God, for those of us who are in Christ, that we've been dabbling in sin, Lord, cleanse us, make us whole again. And may we, Lord, go out spreading the aroma of you, the knowledge of God, to the world, to the world, Lord. Thank you for a church that keeps going out. Let me be faithful, Lord. Let us be faithful that the world might smell you and enjoy you forever. It's in your name we pray. Christ Jesus,
0: our Lord. Amen. Hey guys, we hope that you found this week's sermon especially helpful. Um, I think that illustration is just so unique. And hey, listen, if you found it impactful like we did, we would love for you to share it uh, with someone. You can do that right there in the app that you're listening to this podcast right now or online. And hey, listen, if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and head to Apple Podcast or to Spotify or Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and subscribe there. We're so thankful that you guys spent uh, the last 45 minutes with us. We love you guys and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.